Hello and welcome back to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen. With me as always is... Riley Clark. And tonight we have episode 24 of the... Does it bump? Does it go bump? And that's episode 8, boys. Because we've done 8 before this. And if you haven't heard them, you should go back and hear them all because they're pretty dang good. Yes. <laughs> and of course we're going to be bringing another heater. Bang, bang, banger. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this story. The title itself just gives it all away. It's got a little aliens. It's got a little mystery. It's got a little flair. And it's got some space. And I'll just I'll just give you the title, and then uh, we'll get into that after we do a little bit of a little housekeeping. So the title of the story that we're going to read tonight is I Found a Crashed Satellite's Black Box System, and I Don't Know What to Do with the Contents. Ooh. Ooh. And if you're not ready for that, you better get ready for that. <laughs> Before we get started tonight, merch is in production, so get your ears and bodies ready. Because they're going to look fabulous. And just as fabulous as my accents and voices are going to be tonight. And I really hope everybody realized that the last episode, I just divulged so deep into the southern accent role that I just just lost myself. All in. All in on it. I want to be a cowboy. Is, is it gets stronger and stronger throughout the episode. Yeah, it's like you like lay it on like real thin and then it gets thicker and thicker and then it's molasses. That's probably the skinwalker. You turned into the skinwalker last episode. And then <laughs> clicking and twitching. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Let's hope we have some great accents in store for this episode. I am excited! Again, the story is called I Found a Crash Satellite's Black Box System, and I Don't Know What to Do with the Contents. By Defragmented Defect. I live smack dab in the middle of nowhere, South Carolina, and I thought the moment I found a real actual meteor in the woods around my house, it was going to be the coolest moment of my entire life. If I could put it back, I would. The crater was around three feet across, and I can't really say if I was more or less excited when I saw that it was a piece of wreckage and not an actual space rock. The black box was an armored canister around the size of a soda can, with the NASA logo emblazoned helpfully along one side. Along with the other, the more sinister warnings about tampering with government property, being both insanely curious and extremely bored, I took it in the house. A few minutes of work with a screwdriver got the canister open, and out fell what looked like a thumb drive, the kind you find for 12 bucks at an office max. Except the logos and the plug were both weird. It was about the size of a USB, but the shape of the plugs and pins was odd, unlike anything I had seen on the market yet. Unfortunately for the secrecy of NASA, I've got the degree in electrical engineering and a data storage is my specialty. I was able to jerry-rig a plug for it and read the data. And the first thing that hit me was the size of the thing. The drive contained 3.6 petabytes. This was about hundreds, hundreds of times more than the top-end desktop solid-state drive. And the thumbstick didn't even read as half full. I spent a few minutes just staring at the number before my curiosity got the better of me, and I went deeper. I shouldn't have gone deeper. It took me months to sort the data, to figure out what the oceans of plain text and files with incomprehensible strings of characters for names, in folders called things like D4 Iris Mark 9.8 Europa. 
a huge portion of it was what I have to assume is spacecraft telemetry data. But I don't do mechanical stuff very much, and it was all Greek to me. I finally started to find something more comprehensible. I started to recognize the file and folder naming conventions. A DB usually meant it contained schematics, but for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what for. There were circuit diagrams. I understood those well enough, but the symbols they used were wrong. Diode capacitor, resistor, and what the hell was the rounded, ragged line supposed to be? I never did find out that part, but the kicker was in the Orion file. The schematics for the file detailed a spacecraft propulsion system. Insanely dangerous. It involved detonating a nuclear weapon against a specialized plate. Essentially blowing yourself towards your destination with an atomic kick. This was nothing new. I had heard about the cancelled project from back in the 60s that made me think to check the metadata for the, for the data of file creation. And the answer made me want to start smoking again. The file I had viewed was dated 2563. The weird plug design, the huge capacity, the undecipherable circuit diagrams, it started to make sense. I didn't like it. I considered destroying the drive. I wish I had, but I wanted to keep digging. I knew I'd never sleep again if I didn't. I wish I'd known. I never want to sleep again either way. The next thing I uncovered was an audio file. It was a log of sorts, transcribed below, which cemented the fact that I was reading was not of this earth, and much more concerning, not of this time. It's been six months since I've heard a human voice. Six months of the same thing. Jump to system, send out a radar pulse, check for earthlikes and terraformables, send down a mapping probe to the vulnerable worlds, jump out. Every couple of hours, scoop feel from the main sequence star. Every couple of days, land on an airless planet and scrounge up some metals for make, making more probes. Note where I've been on the star map, scratch another line on the wall, jump to the next system. Repeat. Gets a little closer to becoming an elite rank explorer. I miss dinner at the Vikanders. I've seen beautiful things, strange things, things that should not exist. I've seen stars with rings bigger across than the entire planet of Saturn. I've seen worlds inside nebula with jade skies of vermilion mountains. I've seen planets with oceans of ammonia and floating islands of untold trillions of microbes. I've seen void-dwelling mushrooms drinking in the radiation of dying stars. I've seen ruins of a civilization older than soul, pillars of metal no laser can scratch, glowing blue power sources still active, all these countless millennia later, but all of these have been seen before. They are entries in the codex, distant but known, old discoveries, pit stops on the way of the unseen. It's been eight months since I've heard a human voice, eight months of the same thing. Jump in, radar pulse, scan for old planets, map interesting worlds, feel if my ship needs it, note the map, line in the wall, jump out. I've passed the boundary, 
I've been the farthest. I'm where nobody's ever been. My ship's comms voice is starting to grate. Feel scoping. Orbital plane established. Planetary flight engaged. Four, three, two, one, engage. Her voice was so calming. I wish I could mute it. There's no personality in there. Not a person. Just reminds me of what a voice sounds like. It's been nine months since I've heard a human voice. Nine months of the same thing. Jump in. Pulse. Scan for stuff. Reveal. Requip. Note the notepad. Scratch a line. Jump out. I'm so far out. I can't see Soul. I can't see Sirius. I can't see Polaris. I can't even see the Spirograph Nebula. The Pleiades is a blip. There are 400 billion stellar systems in the Milky Way. Humans have visited 113 million. Those numbers don't sound so different. Million, billion, 400, 113. It all jumbles up sometimes. If there have been a thousand explorers before me, and each one discovered a thousand systems, that's a million systems. A hundred thousand explorers. A hundred million systems. A hundred thousand explorers. A hundred million systems. 200 years since the frameshift drive was invented. 565,000 systems per year. 1,548 systems per day. It would have taken 1,770 years to visit 1 billion systems at that same rate. To visit one system in every 425% the Great Pyramids were built 6,000 years ago, from a stone burial crypts to faster than light travel. 6,000 years. 6,000 more years, and you have to get 3.3 billion systems. One in 100. 1%. It's been a year since I left the Aridney system, since I said goodbye to the bubble of populated space. It's been a year since I heard a human's voice. The space traffic control system binding me good luck like he did to every ship that left from a tiny free trade to a hundred million credit monster of a bounty hunter. One year. One year in the black. One year of the same. Jump in, scan, do the essentials, scratch the wall, jump out. I don't understand why they call it the black. It's so bright here. Uncounted thousands of millions of stars, twinkling lights, and a dozen colors fill the canopy. I understand now. I've passed the galactic core. I'm more than halfway across the disk. Even the soul news broadcasts are getting faint. The tiny quantum signals starting to fade in the background of stars. It's not very noticeable. The sole broadcast is all text. It's easier to send. Just a letter or two is missing, but it reminds me of how far I am out. The black, the empty, the alone. It's been 18 months since I left. 
I discovered complex life, multicellular organisms are so much rarer than microbes a year ago. I would have jumped of joy. I found a very own species of silicone-based void dweller. Floatable, tube-like affair of delicate branches that catch starlight and dust particles from the wake of a comet. I scanned it, I logged it, added the data to my codex, jumped out. I've got hundreds of millions of credits worth of data in my ship computer. I could turn back, I'd be rich, I'd be elite, I'd be the one who went the furthest and came back, but I won't, I can't, I need to find something big, I need to have found something worth the trip, just one more system, I tell myself that over and over, one more jump, I'll find, ruins, I'll find intelligent life, I'll find a spacecraft, I'll find new energy source, I'll have made a discovery worth remembering. My name will go down in history. I'll be remembered. The creature described matches an image file buried in the same folder. A good portion of the audio between the last cut and this one is corrupted, but there is less data implying he started recording less. Two and a half years. Two and a half years of the same. Jump, pulse, scan, fuel, land, gather, map, scratch, jump. I've seen so many beautiful things, a newly born planet of molten rock, a newly dead star, cold and dark, black hole swallowing planet scorched black by supernova, gentle blue gas giant swirling like ink. I need to see more. I want to see it all. Almost a quarter of a million systems, all by myself. Probably the most in history. Even if I never find my big discovery, maybe I should go back. Just one more jump. It's been 32 months. I found a signal source today. It was an ASP Explorer, same kind as mine. This one was cold, dark, and dead, floating in the black. Cargo bay opened to the vacuum. The computer says it was out here for a year. I wasn't the first. I'll be the first to make it back alive. Seems like a shame to stop here though. Just a little further, just a little further than he got. One more jump. I've room on the wall. So many scratches. The star field is starting to get thin. The sole broadcast turns up a blank screen. Black and black. I've seen things. My eyes are open. I can see things I never saw before. Patterns in the sky. Strands and beautiful patterns that tell me a story of love and discovery. And blood and death. And lust and hope and dreams and fire and ice and earth and rocks and metal and water and turtles one more jump started yesterday a gentle knocking a rapping in the cargo bay from the outside it's probably nothing just one more jump it keeps happening there must be someone out there I should let them in let them in before they freeze. Before they freeze in the black. Warning. 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 Airlock opening. Airlock opening. Uh. <sighs> I'm free. Free falling. 
through space. <laughs> I'm a space astronaut. <laughs> Fuck, though. That was a really interesting, really, really interesting story. Right. Imagine if you found something from space that was from the future. Well, you okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna go back to the movie stuff. You've seen Interstellar. Yes. And you know how it's, like, related into time and, like, the theory of all that being, like, yes. like interwoven There's together. There's a scene where they're on the water planet. There's a ticking noise in the background that's actually, like, 100 minutes or something passing mm-hmm. on Earth. I don't know what they actually gave it mathematically, but there's, like, it means that time's passing on Earth. And then, um, the one with Matthew McConaughey, is that Interstellar or that's is that a different one? Well, the part where he's like playing with the sand in the different reality, that <laughs> that makes me think like, like that black box could have like, <clears throat> like literally traveled from a different reality, like over the passage of time, back in time through like a black hole, kind of like what he did, like, mm-hmm. and like I guess it's a really far fetched thought, because you think oh. Shit like that's not can't be real. But then, also you look at new age fangled shit where like Einstein's theories and like um like all the new stuff about black holes. Like they're like yeah we've seen stuff come out of it now and shit like that. Like stuff is coming out about this stuff being more realistic than you think. Right, and I mean, has NASA? He said it had NASA emblems on it and stuff. So. Who knows? Like, it would be super, super, super crazy to find basically a time capsule from space. That's literally logs and logs and logs of just crazy bullshit. Interdimensional travel and... The fact that, like, I I just love that he's like... It just seems like the guy that he found the black box from was a NASA employee who was literally just exploring the universe. Multiple universes. And it's... Well, and it's like... Not only that, though, but it's just, like, they're, like, star finders. Like, it's, like, you get, like, a patch and an insignia, and it's, like, I am an explorer. Like, how, like, the military is doing, like, the whole Space Force thing right now. Be like, I mean, you can make fun of it all you want, but, like, as soon as I get that cool-ass patch that says, hey, I was the first person to go explore Mars, like, suck a dick, bro. (laughs) Like, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that would be super cool, but... Down to the nitty gritty of things here. Are we going to say that this bumps? Okay. That's a really tough question because I found this to be a really interesting and really, really well done story. But I don't find it scary or like, like, I don't want to say like, it gives me like the chills or like a horror, like bump in the night feel. Like this is like a, I would love to do something like that. Right, explore space and document things that you find in the universe. Even just like doing it now, like, hey, I'm going to go like explore the bottom of the ocean. Like, that's totally doable job. Like, you can totally not get made fun of for doing that. Why am I getting made fun of for wanting to explore space? Right. So, I'm going to say it bumps, but not on a scary bump. It's one of those intellectual bumps. All right. All right, and that's going to do it for another episode of What Goes Bump in the Night. And we found out, does it go bump? Bump, 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 bump. 
We just want to say thank you again for listening to episode 24, episode 8 of the Does It Go Bump series. We are so thrilled to continue bringing you guys content. I can hear my baby screaming in the background, so we got to be gotten, get cutting this off pretty quick. So without further ado, you guys, I love you. Riley, where can they find us? You can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, Google Podcasts, Google Play, wherever else you find your podcast needs, you will find us. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night. Bye!